this is the Fantasy Football Hangover, getting you ready for the next two weeks of fixtures quicker than Patrick Bamford running for the bus. Today we ask, why do the kids love Salah? Why all the goals? And why on earth are Villa so good all of a sudden? Let's find out together. Come on in. Hi, yeah, and welcome to Fantasy Football Hangover. It's just the two of us today. It's Will, I'm speaking. Hi, I'm Will. And Rob. Hey, Rob, Hello. how are you? Yeah, good. Um, got a spring in my step, and as I played a wild card, and it went well. And <sighs> Lovely. not much of a better feeling in FPL, is there? Unless you take a massive punt on a captain that no one else got, and it goes well. They're probably the two, two fine moments. Yeah, the wild card boost is is nothing better. It's, well, it's, uh, or it's so frustrating when you do a wild card and it doesn't pay. And off. it go backfires, yeah, because you you play it with optimism and and you, you usually play it when it's not going well. So yeah, I just feel like okay, I, I do know something. I can do all right. I've been listening to the Fantasy Football Hangover podcast for a while now, <laughs> occasionally contributing. Um, yes, yeah, so feeling good. Shame Young Rich isn't with us, but he has. A birthday of his eldest son, I believe. Yeah, it's Henry's birthday. He was telling me earlier that he has bought Henry uh, two guinea pigs. Two? Yeah. So I, I'm intrigued oh. as to what they're going to be called. I feel like we should name them now, really. But um, yeah, I, I guess it's up to Henry to name them rather than us. This but I, I, I would suggest um, Bamford and Mo. Yeah, that's not a bad, bad combination. I mean, it's just a lifetime of cleaning out something with resentment, isn't it? That's why I always think when parents buy children guinea pigs. Yeah, I never had a guinea pig. Yeah, I had a, I had a hamster called Snowy. He was Good white. Good name. Good name. What's the uh, average life expectancy of a hamster? It's quite short, isn't it? Like two years. Mine lasted, I think, over three. And by, oh, yeah. by the end, it had had a... Str- this isn't funny at all, but it is. Uh, it had had a stroke and had lost the use of its back leg, so it just used ah, to drag itself around the cage. Happy birthday, Henry! If you're listening, you've got all that to look forward to, but in a bigger form. Yeah, in a in a far bigger form. And if if it all goes wrong, then just send them off to Peru to be eaten because they're a delicacy over there, aren't they? <laughs> Good backup plan. At least someone gets something out of it. Okay, Esri Concert defending at Aston Villa, the much informed team. 4.6 million, 6.7% owned. Leeds, Southampton, Arsenal, and Brighton next. Then I've gone for one of my own, Wilfred Zaha at Palace. 7.2 million, a little bit erratic, but 18.9% owned. He's got Fulham, Leeds, Wolves, Burnley, and Newcastle next. He's taking pens and he's in form. Finally, Bruno Fernandes, 10.5 million. Uh, big fixtures, but that doesn't mean anything now, and he's scoring and in form. Go, Will. Right, Jack Grealish versus Leeds and Southampton coming up. Grealish looks like a man on a mission at the moment. Uh, form of his life, socks lower than ever uh, and decent fixtures there. Next up, DCL versus Southampton and Newcastle. Uh, I'm just looking forward to watching him leap like a salmon and slot in some sexy goals. And then Raheem Sterling, who is just 
uh, 6.9% ownership, which oh. is ridiculous. Don't tell anyone. Shh. West Ham and Sheffield United coming up. That's it. Uh, <laughs> good. Oh, yeah, we do, that was really good. We don't even need the jingle anymore. Yeah, okay. Save insert in the jingle. Um, yeah, I couldn't believe that. Sterling 6.9. I guess it's the price putting people off or something. Yeah, because he, he's scored pretty consistently, hasn't he? Um, as far as Man City players go. And even with Aguero back, he's playing pretty far up front and getting involved and getting the ball around the area. And yeah. Yeah. You know I, mean? I think him and Zaha, you can put in a similar box, can't you? There, I mean, probably Zaha scores a lot less points over a season, which is why he's only 7.2 million. But they're, they're great players when they're in form. And if there's a couple of goal scores, they're usually involved. But it's they tend to sort of go big or or do nothing, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sterling obviously has like big periods where he's doing really well and then he'll have frustrating periods where he blanks and I guess at that price you don't want those frustrating periods and Zaha on penalties that's a big you know current climate of VAR I mean a lot of pens are getting given that were otherwise missed yeah I mean I think any penalty taker is worth looking at apart from Mitrovic because he missed (laughs) but you know it's it's as a Palace fan I'm kind of it's, it's always difficult to call. Palace often do well against the big teams and don't do it so well against the smaller teams. But Fulham, Leeds, Wolves, Burnley, Newcastle. You fancy there'll be a couple of goals in there and he's usually involved. But who knows? Um, and who was your other? Who else did you tip? Did you? Oh, you tipped Grealish in his short socks, didn't you? Yeah, Grealish. I just I think he looks so good at the moment. Like, incredible. So, and Villa, absolute team of the season at the moment, aren't they? So, um yeah. Yeah, I think he is their talisman and just seems to be doing well. Uh, and then D, uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Um, yeah, difficult to ignore, actually. That was a question I was going to ask you. He's he's become something of a, a must-have player, hasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Him and him and Rodriguez, for me, just have been great this season. Yeah, um, both. although I, am, I, I do have a theory that Everton are using up all their luck tokens. And the wheels okay. come off soon. I mean, you think the penalty against Palace, they won that game because of that. The, um, I mean, two incidents in the Liverpool game, obviously the offside against Mane and Pickford staying on the pitch. And what was the other one? They had another one that was slightly ridiculous that got them through a game. I forget what it was, but they are definitely using up a few of their luck tokens very early on. Yeah. And having watched the Premier League for however many seasons, we know that Everton... <laughs> never finish well so uh, yeah. and we I mean Villa as well do you think they're going to be the kind of walls of this season or do you think it's still a bit too early to answer that true. question I think they've made some great signings um yeah, yeah and, the, and the goals seem to be coming from all over the pitch and yeah I don't know it's, it's interesting I guess I have to wait and see but um they're, yeah they're, they're in great form and they're them and I think is it Inter Milan are the only two or AC Milan one of the Milan sides are the only two Sides have had a hundred percent record in the yes, top five countries. Well, conceded two, which no one saw coming, did they? Mm. Um, especially yeah. us. I would think we were down for relegation. But um, speaking of uh, FRC, as we did a few moments ago, we are both currently tied on points, and you are in the jubilant position of being ahead of us. Will I am the very rare position for me Join of being that. ahead of you two, which is lovely. Yeah, it's good. I had a good week. Eighty points. Um, yeah, Captain Kane, Son came in. Uh, I did put, take a four-point hit to bring Son in because Kevin De Bruyne got injured. Yeah. 
I made that, took that risk and that was well worth taking. So I've, I've captained well this season so far on the whole. Um, I'm pleased with that. But uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm nowhere. I'm in the top million or something. So it's, it's not great at the moment. No, it's all a bit erratic in a few of our leagues, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, which is, you know, captain tips obviously always help from the youngsters, don't they? And they do. We should um, we should flag that we're recording this on Tuesday, the twentieth of October, and there are Champions League matches to play and Europa League. So if uh, anyone we talk about gets injured in the meantime, then don't blame us. All right. Yeah, and it's a Friday night deadline for game week six. Don't forget that one. Friday night football is back. Yeah. What what are you what do you think about the uh, the box office pay per view games, Randall? <sighs> It's disgusting. And is it true that they're, they've not even got like commentary or proper punditry and stuff? Is it they just cut? Is it, is it just coverage? I sort of read that over the weekend and it kind of blew my mind. Really? I didn't know yeah. that much. But yeah, it's, I, I love the Newcastle thing. For anyone yeah. who doesn't know, Newcastle um, boycotted those games and, and suggested fans raise money for a local food bank and they raised 20,000, I think, which is fantastic and I think Leeds fans are suggesting they do the same on Friday on their Friday night game which I think is a BT Sport pay-per-view thing um, against Villa so yeah I think it's disgusting you know I was enjoying all the matches being being on you know I've got Sky Sports and I think taking them away from people who pay already and just you know putting them on box office is just you know football fans pay so much money I think it's disgusting yeah, it's all wrong. Hopefully it doesn't last too long. Yeah, indeed. For my captain this week, yeah. Yeah. did I choose? Yeah. For my captain this week, yeah. Yeah. did I choose? So as I wasn't around for the last record, I have no idea what's the situa- what the situation is with the toddlers. So talk us through that, Rob. Yeah, we need to catch up on that. Well, we had a we, we obviously missed you, but we had a, a lovely uh, guest in the shape of Jack McEwen from Psychedelic Porn Crumpets, all the way from Perth, Australia. And I'm still quite envious of that situation out there. He seems to be having a pretty nice life and going back to playing gigs and going to football and just yeah. Seems in, in a really good place out there um, and a great band as well. So listen back if you haven't listened to that one already. But we had a toddler captain tip all the way from Hong Kong from three-year-old Louie, who went with every toddler's favourite, Mo Salah, because of the two ones on the back of his shirt. Um, but unfortunately he lost out because he the other choice was Son at Spurs, who I think got 11 points and Salah got seven. So he's the first toddler to let down the side of the season. So they're still doing well. A three-one up uh, previously for game week four. Everly chose Salah over Jimenez, and Salah bossed that one. So, yeah, the kids are still doing well. They are three-one in the lead, and I think we have another youngster looking ahead to game week six, don't we? We do. Hello, what's your name? Lila. And how old are you? Eleven. And who would you choose as your fantasy football captain? Dominic Calvert-Lewin of Everton or Mohamed Salah of Liverpool? Um, Mohamed Salah. Any reason why? Because uh, I like the colour red. Perfect. Thank you very much. I mean, is there anything Salah can't do? To lure That's the such kids? a draw over children. Children love him. 
There's a colour red, the, the numbers on his back, like his hair, like his face. Oh, yeah, look, man. a couple of seasons ago, I tried to ban Mo Salah from, from this feature because everyone <laughs> just picked him. And I'm I'm veering towards that again. I just, come on. Yeah, but it's kind of life imitating art, isn't it? It's, you know, he's, he's often up there for most, he's often up there for the, uh, the debate for most of us, right? Yeah, exactly. And I guess, look, Salah has uh, Liverpool have Sheffield United in the next fixture, and Sheffield United look um, a shadow of their pre-lockdown selves. So I think, yeah, fair enough, good choice, Lila. Thank yes. you. Certainly the oldest toddler I've ever heard of. <laughs> Perhaps the oldest toddler we've had on the show. Yeah, yeah. Join the fantasy football hangover FPL league using the code Q4LH9M. That's Q4LH9M. Yummy, yummy football. So. You, you did pretty well. You're bossing me and Rich at the moment. Um, shall we have a look at how others did in our leagues? Yes. Let's uh, start at the top, looking at the All-Star League. So our All-Star League for new listeners is uh, made up of 32 famous people. So basically people from the worlds of podcasts, from the world of sports, from TV, from comedy, from chess uh of course yeah. and our our chess grandmaster magnus carlson who came 10th in the world last year in fpl oh. is top of our league so he um is on 345 points after taking 87 points at the weekend i'm quite pleased because i've got six out of his starting 11 so that feels good oh, feels right. good for me you're up there with the chess yeah master. i basically feel like a chess grandmaster also the chess master had kilman at wolves on the bench yeah 12 points on the bench heartbreaking but I mean, um but good time on your bench because you'll make a few dollars out of him yeah exactly and then uh yeah props to olivia bazaglo from uh, fpl tv who captain verna she's one of the only ones who clung on to uh clung on to him timo verna scored a brace and therefore got 32 points for her she's a chelsea have... she's a chelsea fan so she knows okay. she knows something we should also sure. mention um guest last week, Jack McEwen had a, a fine week, played his wild card, got 89 points. Um after a wild card, that's pretty decent as well. But he didn't seem to touch his bench, which is interesting for a wild card. He's still he's uh, got, yeah. got um yeah, quite a few injured or non-playing players on the bench and stuck with Thiago Silva, very brave. Oh wow, so, okay. Interesting. After a wild card's decent. Yeah, that is good. That is good. But who was um, our overall champ in the? Yeah, players? so our overall champ was Tom Roberts from Shoot Music. Oh. So we kindly, uh, Tom sent us a little note about his week, and we will play that out now. Hey, it's Tom Roberts from Shoot Music. Pleasure to be Player of the Week in arguably the most high-pressured league in FPL. Uh, it's rare that FPL leaves you with a warm glow. And let's face it, it's usually regret and misery that greets you each Monday or Tuesday when you see where you are in the table. So, yeah, real pleasure to be up there this week. Um, I'll make the most of it. In terms of a tip from me, really, my main suggestion is to watch Monday Night Football. Jamie Carragher, Gary Neville, the way they dissect the game and tell you who's doing what and who's playing well and who to look out for and how teams are playing and approaching matches is arguably the greatest source of information I've found so far. There's always a glint of uh, knowledge that just tips your team slightly and gives you something else. 
Um, and yeah, just generally having a job where you have to watch football all day long really helps for sure. Anyway, good luck, everybody. And um, hopefully I'll speak to you again soon. Yeah, it's good. Thank you, Tom. I, w- I, I have to say any time I, um, the more time I spend watching and the less time on Twitter and reading what people have to say, right? Uh, it, the better. Watching match of the day or match of the day two or Monday night football definitely serves me better than endlessly trawling through the the yeah. crap on Twitter. And do you think that's because you're not you're not sort of jumping on the same bandwagon, or what, what do you think that is? Well, I just I think there's a it's a, it's more impartial. I think yeah, like, the sort of stuff there is some great stuff on Twitter, and there's some very knowledgeable people, of course. But then there's a lot of fans, and there's a lot of people that have ulterior motives, and uh, oh, yeah. you know people trying to raise the value of their squads and whatever. So, you know, when you actually properly watch matches, I think that's that's the info you get. Oh, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and it's, it's it, that's a good tip. It's not something we've had before, is it? No. I think it's quite it's quite a niche tip, but um, an interesting insight. Yeah, funny that. Watch football. <laughs> yeah, watch football. But I guess you're watching the analysis, like you say, that's, that's often post-match. They've had time to dissect it. And then, you know, they're looking at how teams are setting up and how they might set up in the future, which is kind of what you need to know, isn't it? Because a lot of the stuff on FPL or the scout or, you know, the, the places that a lot of people go to is, is very much like they've had this many touches in the box and they've, you know, they've cleared the ball this many times. But it, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen every week, does it? It's, that's that's yeah. like the danger when you just go for the stats. Yeah, and I guess when you, like, at the moment, I'm considering whether I get rid of Mitrovic, but actually I I watched the highlights and, yeah, he missed a penalty yeah. and was involved in the penalty decision on the other end. He did play terribly and just missed a few chances. So, like, actually he was close, you know, closer to scoring than not scoring. So you can't always go on the fact he got naught points and missed a penalty. Yeah, punish him. He did more than that um, in the game. So... Don't always go on what, what what they scored, I guess. Although I am probably going to get rid of him. <laughs> he deserves that punishment. Um, and, do, and we were talking last week about the, uh, I don't know what your take is on this, about the um, theory of why there's so many more goals this season compared to others. Um, have you got a take on that? Have you got a theory you like or have you got a theory of your own? I mean, I guess it for me, it's probably not having the fans in the ground I guess you can kind of there's less pressure you know and and maybe people are being a bit more relaxed it's funny I'm not really sure um yeah Yeah, there is a theory sorry that yeah strikers are taking more risks because they're not they're not they've got fans jumping down their throat and defenders there's something about adrenaline as well I think I heard a sports scientist say you know the adrenaline you get when the crowd's behind you or against you or whatever that might be can like inc- increase your performance by up to 20% or your alertness or um which is quite interesting and I, th- I think there's probably some truth in there as well yeah it was interesting uh, last night there only being one goal in two games that was a bit disappointing wasn't it I was like oh here we yeah, go then first nil nil and of course if it was going to be a will a nil nil it was going to be Burnley versus West Brom <laughs> West to be honest oh, yeah yeah um, so we should talk about our Listener League as well, of course, yeah. the all-important Listener League. And a reminder that the winner of the Listener League automatically gets placed into our All-Star League. So um, FPL Take the Hit won our Listener League last season, and they are now mixing with the stars in our All-Star League. Yeah. So at the moment, um, Tuhid Rahman 
is top five less in the league with 365 points and a very respectable 18,000th in the world ranking, which is very good. So well done to Heed. Decent. We yeah. might see you in the All-Star League next season if you can cling on to that. But who knows? Yeah, that is uh, not a bad position, is it? Uh, oh, blimey, we had someone score 109 points. Nice. Is he our winner? Or she? Sorry, how presumptuous. Uh, points. Oh, strange team name. Team name. Points minus D underscore Blook. B-L-K. Scored 109 points. Do you have them down as our winner this week? Oh, triple captain Kane. There you go. Oh, nice. That is Very massive. good. That is massive. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't go through the entire league to see if anyone scored more than that because we have quite a lot of people. and I it's. Think, uh, I think points DL gets that. Yeah. Um, I noticed there is someone who's in 17th point place, Atar Attic, who has played all his chips. So <laughs> triple captain week one, bench boost week two, free hit week four, week three, and wildcard week four. Given up by Christmas. And, and took a third and has taken 32 points worth of hits so far. That is gung ho. I like that. Get in touch on FF Hangover on Twitter. And on Fantasy Football Hangover on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Oh, I've got a I've got a question here for you from Jules Jennings. Rob, are three threes the new two twos? Jules Jennings, double J, three three. I, yeah, I, I mean, as you know, I love a two two. It's my favourite prediction for any game that looks like there might be goals. Rarely comes true, but yeah, I think I think you're right. It's, there's been a lot, hasn't there? Yeah, I mean, the Spurs match was hilarious, wasn't it? Just that was brilliant, yeah. Um, total capitulation. Yeah, I mean, not brilliant if you're a Spurs fan. Sorry to any Spurs fans, but brilliant as a neutral. And, um, yeah, just, I mean, Liverpool, Everton was obviously absurd at the end. That was a good old-fashioned 2-2, but felt like it shouldn't have been. Yeah, Chelsea-Southampton, um, that was a 3-3, Chelsea, wasn't it? Southampton was a 3-3. That was a late-minute, last-minute, sorry, equaliser. Yeah, I mean, who you can't argue with a 3-3, can you? You've got to love if, goals. Even if you're even if you're a fan of one of those teams, you go in going, yeah, I'll take that. The, the goals, the entertainment, and also, I don't know about you, but when you're watching with the lat, you know, have you noticed there's less crowd noise on games now as well? I don't know why, if it's the grounds or it's. Um, you're watching on the right channel, Rob. You might be watching yeah. on the channel where there's no crowd noise. No, I am. I'm not. It's well, it's basically. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it works on match of the day. Um, but I just feel like that I've just noticed there's less, there's more echo, there's more of that training game feel to the games I'm watching. Mm. Um, and I don't know if that's something to do with the players saying they're not as into it or, or what it is, but I, I like the crowd noise. I want, I want more crowd noise. Well, I, want, I don't even know if it's an editing thing, if they just put it in afterwards in post, whether it's even played out in the ground. Yeah, I guess they could for a match of the day, couldn't they? Um, I'm, I'm unsure, but this is games I've been watching on Sky Sports. I, I but, what, but you can watch it on Sky Sports with just the um, oh, you get stadium see. noise, and That's so therefore it wouldn't make sense for there to be crowd noise. That's where I'm going wrong. Yeah. That's where I'm going wrong. I haven't got into that. Yeah, I just sort of... You can forgot. flick between, I think it's like the difference between Sky Sports Premier League and Sky Sports Football or something. Right. Yeah. Did you hear there, was one, there was one game, I forget what it was, it was a Premier League game where they allowed a few fans into some of the corporate boxes 
only to watch on screens with their backs to the game and with the curtains drawn. Absurd. <laughs> so they don't. Absolute rubbish. Don't turn around. I mean, you'd sneak a peek, wouldn't you? Sure. Ridiculous. You'd sneak See a, a bunch peek. of heads through a curtain. <laughs> I'm not sure what the point of doing it like that was. Yeah. But there you go. It definitely happened at some point. So, um, um, there's yeah. another. Oh, sorry, there's another one aimed at you here, Rob. So oh, okay. I should I should read it out. It's uh, from Gareth, who, twenty. Gareth twenty from Bath. It's given right. his age. Uh, can't believe Rob and Rich haven't heard of Little Creatures Pale Ale. Please send them back to craft beer school. Uh, see, I I had a hunch, but it was because um, it wasn't visible. I'm all about the the label, the uh, penny the penny drops. So when yeah, when Jack was talking about it, I was like, I think I'm pretty sure I've. I know little creatures, but you know what it's like. You get all these great mixed cases of ale, and uh, yeah, it's difficult. But no, it's, we have had it before, haven't we? On over the years, we have. I bottled up some uh, some homebrew on the weekend, actually. So I've got some some homebrew coming. Oh, great! I'll be ready to drink in two weeks. I'm looking forward to that. Well, that works quite nicely with my. I heard from T H Omi, maybe the homie that's meant to say or something. Seventy nine on Insta who said, um, I love the odd beer of the week that you're posting. Thanks for the tips. But I miss the sound of you cracking open beers, weirdly. Why no beer anymore on the podcast? We'll well, that. We're, it's because we're recording remotely. It's, uh, it's We're recording this and it uh, is earlier in the day. And yeah, yeah I don't want to drink. Stops. Exactly. We, do um, this. we have to get into work and behave and be sensible but it's a good shout we should we should try and get one in where we do have a couple of beers yeah absolutely well we've got in theory we uh, we have a special guest coming on in a couple of weeks so we'll we'll, we'll probably crack open a couple of beers with him okay that's a good um one. no spoilers at the moment just in case that falls through but um yeah don't yeah out. that'd be exciting yeah it could be a good one and then i had another one from uh, on insta from susie with a z 1984 um whatever happened to fanciable footballers can we get it back please and if so i would like patrick bamford in there oh yeah she likes a bit of bamford Susie, you dark horse we did didn't we go through i know that was obviously your wife's team which uh, finished at the bottom of every league team based on on good looks right yeah fancy football yeah we did, didn't we go through a phase where we would ask our guests for their fancy, but and it kind of threw a few of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kev from Kev from Two Door was quite, it, re- quite reticent to answer that. Basically, who would you bum? You know, you may be fully heterosexual, but who would you bum in the world of football? Was our question, <laughs> or just cuddle? And I think it was cuddle. But yeah, yeah so. I think it threw them, didn't it? So we had to stop that question. But Susie, yeah, it's a good shout. Maybe we should start, um, you know, I don't know if people want to pick one or we pick one a month or pick a squad. Yeah, we could try and get that back somehow, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, there's plenty out there to choose from. Yeah. Worth a cuddle, that's for sure. Oh, hello, lads. Patrick Bamford is just fresh from playing Wolverhampton Wanderers at football. And it's about that I didn't score any goals, so I was a bit annoyed. And he probably really wasn't very, very, very good at football yesterday. So I'll try a bit harder next time to score some goals for you, lads, because I know yeah, I, I've been quite good and now it's not as good as it. So anyway, we've got another kicking and running game soon to our 
do my best to score some goals then for your lads. That's right. Thank you. Bye. Rob, did you know that you can now listen to the Fantasy Football Hangover on Amazon Music? No, I did not. Well, you can. All you need to do is type us into Amazon Music, or if you're like me and don't own a keyboard, then you can just speak. Just say, Alexa, play Fantasy Football Hangover. And if you're lucky enough to own an Echo or an Echo Dot or have someone in your house called Alexa, then the podcast will play for you. That is impressive. That's good, isn't it? That's very good. Uh, yeah. How long have we been how long have we been available on there? I think just this season, basically. It's a new it's a new thing. Amazon Music have podcasts now. And so you can just get it if you just speak to your household device. We are everywhere. Indeed. It's rather wonderful. So before we sign off, we should take a look ahead to the next couple of game weeks. So we're looking at game week six and seven, as we did for our tips. Yeah. Any standout fixtures for uh, week six, Rob? It's yeah. I mean, it's so. I mean, Villa and Leeds will be really interesting um, to see if Villa can keep playing this well and, and defending so well. And Leeds created some good chances against Wolves, were unlucky not to score. West Ham Man City could be great because surely Man City are going to suddenly hit a bit of form soon, right? They've been a little bit erratic, um, but look good against Arsenal and West Ham seem to be, you know, doing well. Yeah, good to have good to have Guerrero back as well, even if yeah. he does, even if he has been uh, touching up linesmen. <laughs> Third officials, I think they're called. Oh, they lines women. Um, and then I think. No, assistant referees. What are they called now? I can't. I can't even. Yeah, remember. they're called assistant referees. Assistant I'm, I'm referees. Being, I was being facetious. Yeah, I think Man United Chelsea half five on Saturday. That's because again, both teams have been a little bit inconsistent, as have many of the big teams so far this season. I mean, two um, of the worst defenses in the Premier League. There, there's bound to be goals. That's yeah. a, that's got three all written all over it. That should be an interesting game, shouldn't it? Um, what about you? I mean, it's uh, the, and then we go all the way through to Monday night, which we all love as a little bonus uh, additional points on, on Brighton West Brom at half five and Burnley Spurs, which I will be saving my captain for as a Monday Are night treat. Um, I think so, yeah. Um, I think yeah. I'm, I, I can't look past Mo Salah uh, for captain. It was still a treat against, against Sheffield United. That's Saturday night at eight, isn't it? So you're still halfway into the game week. So you haven't completely ruined your game week if, if it all goes wrong. Yeah, yeah I, I get it. I mean, Kane would be against Burnley as a, as a good option. Yeah. But, um, I just think Sheffield United just don't look anywhere near as good as they did last season. So. Yeah, and then they've got Man City the following week as well. For yeah. Game week seven, Sheffield United. So, yeah, they're not. Uh, it's not quite happening, is it, for them? No. And then I'm sort of looking at anyone that's got Newcastle coming up. So, uh, yeah, Wolves have Newcastle in game week six and then game week seven, Newcastle are home against Everton. So um, I think uh, the the Everton bunch, obviously, aside from Richarlison, who is suspended, yeah. would be uh, would be worth looking at because they've got Southampton and Newcastle. And it's then not- I, I, Leicester, Leicester. 
have sort of they've they've lost uh Soyeon Chai and um for three months yeah and and I don't know the last two games they've not looked great so they've they've got um some slightly challenging fixtures against Arsenal and Leeds so uh that's that's an interesting one yeah is there anyone you think is going to hit a bit of form that no one's quite sort of jumped on yet because my my only shout on that would probably be Wolves who I thought looked really good against Leeds their bench was strong they looked full of energy um, defended well, created a lot, and they haven't quite hit their stride yet. And then they've got Newcastle on Sunday at half four, and then the following week they've got Palace on the Friday night. Um, you know, and I know Palace can often defend well, but hasn't been that consistent this season. No, I think that's a good shout, Rob. I think um, Raul, your boyfriend Raul Jimenez, has yeah. Has very much been uh, in sort of. I mean, obviously he scored last night, but he's not been at his finest yet and yet it's still scoring points so I think yeah. as soon as he hits his stride and um, a couple of their midfielders hit their stride then I think they could be a really decent side to watch out for I took a punt on Pedro Neto or Pedro Neto as well who is so fast I've never really seen him play before he's 5.5 million he's scored a couple of goals so far this season um, but yeah he's, he's a great player to watch if you should find yourself watching a Wolves game yeah, no, he looks really decent, and um, I think I think that's a really good shout there. Um, what about your um, nailed on defender, if you, you had a must-have midfielder in Rodriguez, and um, I just don't have one. My my mid my defence I'm really struggling with at the moment. I mean, Matty Cash has been my sort of favourite so far. Yeah, um, just because he's five million and um, he's got uh, five, six, one, and six so far. So he's been by far my most consistent. Um, I'm slightly annoyed with Trent Alexander-Arnold because at 7.5 million, his returns have not been good enough. Um, Crackwell at West Ham is is doing well with the assists and, you know, 7, 15 and 5 in his last three games, um, even though only, you know, two of them have been clean sheets. But then they've got City, Liverpool next, then Fulham, Sheffield United, Villa after that. So it's difficult to sort of, bank on a clean sheet with a defender now isn't it it's almost like you've got to just be looking at assists and hope they might get the odd bonus of a clean sheet yeah yeah it's so true and I think um I think that the days of the expensive uh premium defenders are probably numbered at the moment and it's all about all about packing your midfield and forward line yeah it is and what about um game week seven is there anything there you fancy yeah, I mean, I've sort, sort of sort of touched on a couple of couple of the matches, but um, I, I guess you'd kind of look at things like Liverpool, West Ham. Although West Ham have been pretty pretty decent, really. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't go anywhere near Man U, Arsenal, uh, Spurs, Brighton. Probably looks like a good one. Um, you'd expect Kane and Son to do well in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, and then Man City, Sheffield United. You know, at the moment, I don't have any Man City players, but I might. I might consider changing that. Um, see how they get on. Um, see how they get on against West Ham, really. Yeah, Bernardo Silva's back, isn't he? I feel like he's a player that could hit a bit of form in the next couple of weeks. He's one of those that can just pop up with a goal or an assist, and you know, get double figures, and then suddenly everyone's jumping on him. But yeah, and then Sterling, you know, that with that uh, percent, that ownership percentage, he's a great differential. If you've got the money and can bring him in, then yeah, I'd well, say that- do it. What about your wild card? Have you still got that in the bank? Yeah, still got it. I'm I'm not 
not going to touch it for a while. I don't think I, I might roll my transfer this week and uh, and see see how I get on. But um, yeah. at the moment, my only my only thought is going uh, Mitrovic to Ings because I've got some money in the bank. Uh, and Southampton, um, despite not being brilliant, have, have uh, he's been fairly consistent. So they've got they've got Everton and they've got Villa. So fairly tricky fixtures. But given yeah. how bad defenses are this season, I, <laughs> you wouldn't put it past Ings to score a couple in those. Yeah, so there we are. That's uh, all to play for. And hopefully uh, the, the wonder of playing a wild card still treats me well. But who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, um, it's that second week. Second week syndrome after playing a wild card. Uh, scary stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Hopefully all three of us, hopefully with a special guest. And thanks for listening and get in touch with any more questions or tips and beers. Uh, or suggesting some beers for us to drink please let us know yeah we didn't get around to asking an important question about horse riding so i'll save that for next time because it's a good one all right i think our guest will enjoy it as well <laughs> brilliant that's a tease oh, horse riding tease to end on that's a first <laughs> all right cheers rob see ya see you later bye 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 Rate and review my daddy's podcast so he doesn't get cross.